What is up? In this week's episode, we talk about our journey of deconstructing what we know about the church to reconstruct something new. So grab your cup of coffee and join us around the table for the one about Legos and mountains. What is up? Welcome to Coffee and Convos. My name is Josh, and tonight I am joined, as always, by my beautiful wife, Becca. Becca, how are you doing? Good. Today's been kind of a funky week. I feel like I couldn't get on track with what day it was. Like I kept feeling like it was days ahead. And then today I felt like it was earlier in the week. So, <laughs> you know what's really weird. strange about that? is literally all day one of my front desk agents at the hotel thought it was Wednesday. And (laughs) she just could not live it down. She's like, it's only Wednesday. I said, no, no, no. It's Thursday. It's almost Friday. Don't please make me don't relive Wednesday. (laughs) Um, So maybe, I don't know, maybe there's something going on in the world. Maybe, I don't know. I could not get it straight. Um, But overall, it's been a really solid week. I feel like I've been super productive. Um been just knocking it um out with different projects at work and then um making time to work out and all sorts of things so it's just been i feel really productive it's been solid yeah no it's been it's been good um it was weird this week we our schedules kind of got shifted a little bit because uh, my boss had to go on vacation to go get her dad yeah well it's like Gets to, well, it's a little bit of had to because she's like, she has to go get their, uh, her father-in-law. And so this is a long trip. But anyway, um, I had two days off in a row, which normally never happens. It was a Monday and a Tuesday. So it was really nice, right? Like weekend finish, had a crazy Sunday at work. And then it was like, boom, two days off. And um, I really enjoyed it, but it was just weird. And so now I'm on like this six day stretch of long hours. So, uh, but it'll be good. It'll be good. Hey, listen, if you are new to this channel, we want to say welcome and uh, we're so excited you have joined around the table uh, for this week's podcast and we'd love for you to become a subscriber and a weekly listener. So make sure you hit that subscribe button, uh, leave us a rating, a comment, a follow. And uh, as always, you know, make sure you stay in the know. We do have an Instagram page as well where you can keep up. Uh, with all the important updates that's going on, we post some story stuff, and that's also where we do our giveaways and uh, really exciting stuff on there. And then over on our Patreon page, um, if, if you're interested in supporting this podcast and the work of this podcast, I would highly encourage go check out that Patreon page. There's a lot of really cool perks in each category, so you can check out Patreon uh, by clicking the, the link in the show notes. And uh, we are trying a new coffee. So we, you know, I think, as I mentioned before, we have a coffee subscription um, through Trade Coffee, which has been really pleasant. Um, Definitely learned some new things since we recorded the last midweek coffee reviewing it. Um, One of which is there's different price levels of coffee. Ultimately, you'll get 15% off or 20% off. So you get 15% off on one bag. If you buy two bags, you get 20% off. And um, 
what I found out was the 14, I think it's like 1475 per bag. Um, when you do two of them, it comes out to exactly $25 for two bags of coffee. Um, which that was what my friend had recommended. They're like, Oh, this is amazing. You know, the other really great perk about trade that I just think is amazing is the free shipping. Um, free shipping to me, every subscription I think should be free shipping considering the cost, but trade is always free shipping. The coffee gets here. In fact, the coffee that we got is through a roaster this time um, called Stay Golden. So they are a roaster in Nashville. And uh, this one, normally what intrigued me about this one was it's a Mexico coffee. So you don't see a lot of Mexico coffee. Um, but what I really love is this was literally just roasted two days ago. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're not getting old, you know, stale coffee that's been sitting in a warehouse. You're getting literally the most fresh roasted coffee um, and I just, I love it. I think it's amazing. We get to try all these different brands. I think, um, in a couple of weeks we are going to try one called saints, which I'm really excited about. And then we have a classic next month through Panther, uh, coffee in Miami. So, um, it gives us like a lot of opportunity to try different coffees. And this one was good. Um, as always tried it on V60, um, as a pour over, I, I had it actually twice today, um, both times were really great, and it, what was unusual was the second cup of coffee. I could taste notes that I couldn't in the first, so um, it's surprising. Really, really good. You tried it iced. Um, yeah, it was really solid. Yeah, it was it was good. <laughs> so um, definitely, if you're interested in trade coffee, I'll leave the um, basically you'll get if you decide to get one or two bags of coffee, um, you'll get your first completely free, like no strings attached, free shipping. It is literally free. Um, so (laughs) I will in the show notes as well, leave the link for that. Um, and check it out. I mean, Hey, you could just get two free bags of coffee and cancel it (laughs) if you don't want to do it. But, um, who doesn't love free coffee? So, uh, well tonight we wanted to talk on something that both of us have, been experiencing both of us are are currently walking in um you know i think we've talked about the ministry that we have called catharos network um in previous episodes so we're not really going to talk a lot about catharos we will mention it briefly um, throughout the episode but we have been on this journey of self-discovery and renewal and tilling of old soil (laughs) and roots and Really, honestly, the best word is is reconstructing, um, but we're also deconstructing at the same time. So in this process of building something new with Catharos, we are deconstructing every idea, concept, thing that we have been taught, um, thing that we've learned about church done in America, and we're reconstructing something new and beautiful. And, um, you know, when we left full-time ministry um, back in June, um, we we had made this decision of saying, you know, God has this special plan for us that we don't know what it looks like. We don't know the end result. We don't have, honestly, not a single brick. We just have this idea, and we know God's faithful in making things come to pass, and so we're just going to be faithful and try to follow. And uh, along the way, you know, I think early on after leaving the church, 
I say leaving the church. We we got plugged into another local church, but we left the church that we had been a part of for many years. And in that process of leaving and joining a different local church, I think both of us came to this realization of like there's it's like it's it's I guess you could use like this analogy. You when you leave a job, like let's say you worked at Target and then you go to shop at Target your eyes are going to be open to all the things done behind the scenes. So our eyes really quickly began to open about things in the um, specifically the American church that just don't line up with our theology. They don't line up with um, our thinking. And honestly, we, we began to question a lot and say, you know, like, what's going on here? Like, why isn't this happening? And it's this journey of self-discovery. And oftentimes, I'm just going to be frank with you, like, it can be dangerous going on this line of thinking because this could lead to rebellion against the form of church done in America. Mm -hmm. Um, I've watched it time and time again. And then the dangerous part is once you go down that path, it's very easy to completely reject the work of what's being done in America with the church and just decommit from following Jesus. So along this journey, we've been very fortunate to have mentors in our life through, you know, the pastors that at the church we're a part of now who have been so faithful to pour into us and, and just yeah. give us hope and reconnect us. And so we've been in this journey, though, of like, God, what do you want Catharos to look like? Like, what what is the framework? And, you know, I think both of us, like, we came to this realization, like, when you boil the church down, when you completely deconstruct every part of it and you begin to, you know, we use the analogy in the in the title of this week's episode, Legos, right? Um, growing up, I loved Legos. I, and my mom, I'll never forget, she bought me this tub of just Legos. Like, there was no kit or anything. But on the box, it said, um, it said Discovery Kit. And I said, this is interesting. Like, normally a Lego kit comes with a manual. This one is all about imagination. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, as a kid, like, I would build just the craziest stuff. Sometimes it made sense. Sometimes it didn't. And the thing about when you, when you build Legos, you realize some parts don't fit, mm-hmm. right? Like some pieces that are, they're just not meant to fit in that specific design. Like if, if I gave you like a, um, a race car, but I gave you the pieces to build a house, mm-hmm. you might get maybe the form of a race car, but it's not going to be really the complete version of it. And you know, I think the beautiful thing about God's people and the church is like every one of us is so unique and, and grafted uniquely different. Um, but what we're learning is like there's just certain things about the church currently in the West that just they don't make sense. And to be honest, they just don't belong. So we began to rebuild and, and we're still rebuilding. And I feel like we're probably going to be rebuilding for a while. Um but kind of three fundamental things we came down to was, you know, what is the church? It's community, it's worship, and it's mission. Like at the heart of what the ecclesia, the church, is supposed to be, these three pillars remain consistent, they remain strong. And so we, we've we begun rebuilding what we feel is very um, early church-ish acts to kind of feel. Um, you know, the language we're going to use in our network will be, um, house church, which will be very um, what most people would think of when you when you say, "Hey, I have a house church." You know, there's going to be teaching, there's going to be worship, there's going to be food, community. Uh, it's going to be beautiful. 
And then the new concept, which a lot of people don't really get yet, but I really feel like it'll catch on, is microchurch. And microchurch is this idea of creating something um, that's not currently there and empowering the person who has the idea to really pray through and say, hey, what's the call on your life? Like, what has God called you to do in your space and in your context and go do it? And um, and so microchurches are this beautiful expression of the church because it doesn't look like what's currently being displayed. You know, all across America, there's these beautiful cathedrals and church buildings. Some are multi-million dollar buildings, and there's nothing wrong with that, I don't think. But I think a lot of times we put so much value in that that we forget that the church, when you boil it down, is really people, right? It's not a building. It's not a certain pastor. It's not a worship leader. Like the church is people. And so our heart and our desire in this new season is like, how do we, number one, rebuild people? Um, Because our vision for Catharos is to wholly restore. So how do we wholly restore people? But then how do we wholly restore cities that the walls are broken and the foundations are cracked? And so um, babe, what, what in this journey of like discovery and tearing down and rebuilding, what are you finding? Where are you discovering? Yeah. So I think the part for me that is the most exciting is that aspect of thinking outside of the box and like just allowing the Lord to, to break down the thoughts and the perimeters and the whatever it might be, how the church looks, breaking that down and thinking of something so vibrant and new and creative. uh, I just think that's so incredible. And it's so crazy, just the journey that we've been on and, and learning all these different things and meeting with people who are doing something already similar. Um, to really kind of pick their brains and hear the good and the bad and the ugly version of these, um, of this process. It's just been really exciting. It's just been really exciting to dive into something that's new. Um, and yeah, I mean, I just can't get over the, the concept of stepping out of a box. Um, cause I feel like unintentionally we're, we're put in a box and this is how church is done. And you have this step and this step and this step and this step. And you follow all these things and you go to church and you look your best and you do all, you know, you do all this, you leave on Sunday and you go back to your normal life. And that's sort of been the picture painted for church, but which is fine. Those it's not necessarily wrong or bad. uh, But, but what's next? What's next and how can we dig in deeper? And is this what Christianity looks like? Just going to church on Sunday and then doing your own thing the rest of the week or is Christianity throughout the week. And so it's like breaking that down and, and how, how do you live daily for Jesus and not just for one day during the week or two days during the week. Um, It's really like Josh said, kind of connecting your passion and the giftings that God's given you and developing them to become something 
that that is greater yeah. that actually does kingdom work um that really focuses on that missional as- aspect of what has god given me to 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 benefit my community to draw people in to take that next step in loving people where they're at uh going into the dark places to find people all of those kinds of things uh our hope is that Catharos in, in in doing this process and living this process that we would be um, a resource or a different option for the church uh, to partake in um, and, and and use and so it's hard to explain and like and Josh and I are again we're in that deconstructing phase right now so there are lots of things that. We've thought, like, even thinking, like, oh, yeah, we're going to do this. And God's like, take a step back. Like, let's really, let's let's dialogue together. Let's move forward, um, in, you know, on my time and in, in my word. Um, and so it's even had to make us kind of, like, hold our horses yeah. throughout this process. And so uh, we're just excited to see what Catharos is going to be, what this process uh, or where this process is going to take us. And I think that it's going to be in in never ending process, because I think even when we deconstruct, there will be more things down the road to deconstruct. And I think there's just that level of humility that you kind of have to always like hold on to uh, that even if we do something and it works really great, doesn't mean that it's going to work really great years down. Like we might have to readjust and reevaluate and re-ask God, Hey, what have we now in the process of deconstructing? What have we now formed that needs to be broken down again and redealt yeah. with? And so I just, I just think the whole thing is exciting uh, just to have the ability to even take these next steps. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and when you think about like the season we're walking in right now, and like I said, this, this basically this pile of Legos that we're slowly building, you know, this foundation that we really feel Jesus is calling us to build. Um, the analogy of, of climbing a mountain keeps coming to mind. Like the Lord just keeps showing me. In fact, today I was driving and um, the Lord was like, I want you to find a book on climbing a mountain and read it and understand what it takes to climb a mountain. So one of the books I found, um, I haven't got it yet, but I've just like been reading about it is this guy who he was a Navy SEAL and he um, began the long process. I think it was like five years of preparing himself mentally, physically, emotionally to uh, summit Everest and, and to climb Everest. And, um, in this process of like trying to climb a mountain, you know, there's things that you do way before in advance to prepare yourself so that when you get to the mountain, number one, you're ready, um, but you can have longevity in the journey. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of where we're at right now is we're taking this slow, we're building slow. We're not in no rush to try to you know, force things to happen. I think both of us are are at a place where, you know, we come to this place in our life right now where we're happy with our jobs. We're happy with where we are. Um, 
but that doesn't mean that we're just content with where we are. You know, we know there's more. And so there's this mountain that we're both climbing and it's like having endurance and longevity and just trusting, hey, God, we want you to build this and to form this because if you're not in this, then what are we doing? And so this process of deconstructing, you know, let's let's relate it to just your life in general. I think this is such a healthy exercise to go through every, I don't know, maybe every two years, five years, is start looking at your life and saying, okay, there's areas in my life that maybe I've developed unhealthy patterns or maybe there's just something that shouldn't be there. And we begin to deconstruct our life in order um, to form it and reconstruct it around, you know, the, the idea and the ways of Jesus um, and replacing those areas that maybe just are not great and they, and they need help and they need healing. And so, you know, I think the idea of reconstructing is, is powerful because to me, God's such a creative God that number one, we, me and Becca both realize this, like what we're doing, number one is nothing new though it might be new for our context and for where we live, it's not new to God. In mm-hmm. fact, it's a very old way of doing ministry and doing church and launching people into their mission. It's very missional, um, missionary mindset. But I think the thing that I love so much about God is like He's so creative, and we just look at like what we're doing. At the end of the day, it's just one Lego piece and a set of many. Right, God's building this grand scheme of, of this beautiful picture. And as he's constructing this and building this, there's pieces that are being added over the centuries. And we know right now, hey, this is our moment in history that we're going to build and hopefully lay the foundation for futures to come. And we're just excited for the journey. And um, yeah, did you have anything else you wanted to add? No, I mean, I think you hit it all. Um, yeah, I mean... I don't think that there's more to say than uh, that we haven't. And I don't want to repeat ourselves, but yeah, I mean, it's just a really cool journey uh, to be on and, you know, be involved with and just (laughs) cool to just be able to commune with God and have him speak to us and have him open our eyes into things that um, were once so normal to us to, see another side of it and yeah. not necessarily bad, but just a different way of doing things. And so yeah. we're just really excited for the journey. Yeah. It's going to be fun. So make sure you stay tuned. Uh, as always, you know, you can go follow Catharos network on Instagram and Facebook to stay up to date. We're in the process of building um, a website that's going to launch here soon. And also in the process of releasing a, who are we video. So a lot of really cool stuff on the horizon. We have some interest nights planned and just we, we just can't wait to see what God's going to do. So uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in and joining us around the table this week. We can't wait to do it again next Friday. Love y'all. See you then. See you next week.